let's do a test run. So mom, tell me about your first childhood memory. My first memory is... Don't put on, don't put on the voice, just normal. I know, I know you automatically changed once you notice you're being recorded. Then don't tell me I'm being recorded. Well, but that's totally unethical. <laughs> yeah, you're right. My first memory... See, I can't, I can't. I can't change. That's fine. Just, just normal. Well, ask me another question then. So, you grew up. So, what kind of animals did you have when you were growing up? We had cats. Obviously, because I got to name Whiskers. And we had Great Danes. That's what was it? I thought it was a Great Danes or Basset Hounds? Great Danes. Great Danes. We had Great Danes. My parents, I'm not sure the reasoning behind it, but they would clip their ears. Ooh. So they would always have wires in their ears. That's how I remember the dog's name. Oh. I think they clipped them. I don't know if they were showing the animals or if they just that. They're purebred. Why they chose purebred Great Danes, I do not know. But we had, I remember Indy. She was one of my favorites. Indy? Indy. Indy Independence was her full name. Aww. I think she was born around the 4th of July. Um, they were like horses, so you know we would try to ride them like horses. They were super huge dogs. And then when we moved out of the Pharaoh's house, Indy went to stay with... Uh, my aunt and uncle in Oregon. Oh. So I got to visit her. But... How, wait, how many how many aunts and uncles do you have? Well, dad's side there's one uncle, one aunt. Mom's side there there were three uncles. Is this on grandpa's side? This is Uncle David? Uncle David and Alice, yes. Okay. They lived in Oregon. They never had any children. Um, Alice and Grandma never got along. Oh, Alice. Gotcha. Yeah. Why didn't they get along? Um, it's my theory that Alice felt like Grandma trapped Grandpa into getting married. Oh, that's interesting. So David and Alice were together. So David's older, I'm assuming? Yes, he's the older child. Okay. Because um, I've only ever heard a phone conversation or two with David over the years. I don't think I've ever actually met him in real life. No, you've not met him. They don't travel much. They're older now. They have a million cats. They're really Yeah, I'm sure David has something to do with it. I think they're agnostic, right? I'm not 100% sure. I think I remember talking about them one time with Grandma, and that was like the big thing. Was that they weren't really believers or something. No, could be. But they have like a ranch out in Oregon. Um, Did you ever go visit them? I remember visiting Indy, and that's where dad's mom and dad, they, they lived in Oregon before they passed. 
think Aunt Alice also, she just didn't agree with how Grandma was raising me. I don't know what the deal was behind that. Hmm. Uh, See, Marie learning so much about the family. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I always forget about Dave and Alice because they're not active, active, active family. Active being like they don't really come to visit. Like, you know Uncle Larry, you know Uncle Jack. Oh, yeah. Like, they had a big part. You didn't me know growing up. Aunt Peggy, because, you know, she had passed away way before you were born. Aunt Pe- oh, that's right. And that was... Did you even know Aunt Peggy? Because no, she was really... Uh, yeah. Because uh, I don't think Chippy and them really got to know her very well. She passed away when Chippy was little. Well, yeah. So Chuck is older, right? Chuck is oldest, and then there's Cindy, and then there's Chippy. Oh, okay. So... Okay. And depending upon who you ask, is how she passed away, I guess. Some kind of arthritis problems. And then Grandma took her to Mexico over the border. What? To get treatment. And I guess the treatment didn't go out too well. Okay. That's why why they moved to Arizona. Is because of the climate. That's what brought them from Indiana to Arizona. Okay. Is that... So were they in Arizona for a long time? Because you were born in Arizona, is that... Yeah, they were in Arizona until then, yeah. Okay. So is that where Grandma and Grandpa met? Yes. Okay. So, um... What am I about? So, so back to... I didn't know Aunt Peggy. So how long were you in Arizona before you moved to Sacramento? I was, I believe I was four. And then, yeah, Brandon had already been, Brandon was just born. And then Andrew had not yet arrived. So we moved to California. Um, do you I, I actually do remember before Andrew was born, so that wasn't my first memory. I lied. So do you remember anything about Arizona? No. Okay. I only remember visiting Arizona. I don't remember living there. Okay. Um... But, you know, all the grandparents still stayed in Arizona. So that's where I would go to visit. All the grandparents. I thought great-grandma was... She was in Arizona. She was in Arizona. So... Because of Peggy, she moved mm-hmm. to Arizona. So even grandpa's parents were in Arizona, in Arizona at this time. Right. Okay. And grandpa... My grandpa was a youth pastor. You were you were close to Dad's grandparents, right? I was very close to them. I stayed with them a lot. Grandma didn't have any daughters, so I was the first girl child that she could take care of. <laughs> Grandma was a girly girl, loved to shop, loved to dress, loved to you know all that stuff that I love now. Mm-hmm. She was she was a shopper. She worked at Goldwater's, which is similar to a Macy's, Upper Still Macy's type thing. She worked at Goldwater. Goldwater's. Cold waters. Yeah, it was a department store. She worked in the children's, she worked in the children's section. So she was always bringing home. My my favorite brand is a spree because that's what she would bring home all the time. Is that still around? I think so. It's called it's a like spree. S P R I T. The E looks like a just three lines. Oh okay. That just it just what she always bought me. And the cross. 
Oh, yeah. Very preppy, preppy, up-to-date clothes. That woman loves the shop, and I'm sure that's where I got it from. Um, but she never drove. She never got her driver's license. So Grandpa would always have to take her to work. And I remember she had to carry a clear purse because, you know, stealing that thing. Mm -hmm. My grandma would never steal anything. She was, you know, very, very strong Christian people. Very strong Christian beliefs, obviously. The department store, I'm assuming, enforced the clear bags. Yeah, clear bags. Okay. But, and like I said, she never got a driver's license. She never wanted to drive. She was always too anxious. So this was like a personal choice. Like yes. she could have gotten oh, yeah. it. Oh, okay. yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very personal. Um, she. How did grandma get that, too? Okay. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Your other grandmother, mom's mom, of course, would she be driving? She would be driving till the end of her day if she could. She loved Great grandma? Yes, her grandma loved to travel. That woman would get in her car and go. <laughs> we never know where she's gonna end up. Wow. So, I had one grandma that loved travel, one that was too afraid to travel. Obviously, I got the traveling. <laughs> but, um, so when you, when you think about it, my, dad's parents were very religious, very strict. Because you're the youth pastor's son. Yeah. So you have to, you're under a microscope. They had a nanny, from what I understand. You said it was kind of like the help, right? Yeah, the, a black nanny, so if you want to. So when you think about it, Dad, my grandpa came from that kind of background. Um, I guess from what, from what I understand, Grandpa um, always spent a lot of time at church with the youth there, but not enough time with his own sons. So they always felt very slighted and jealous that their dad was spending so much time with these kids, but not them. Gotcha. So I don't know if that's where some of the weirdness comes from. I'm not sure. But if you imagine on top of that, getting a girl pregnant out of wedlock, just was, I'm sure it was very frowned upon. So. What was, I mean, how old was Grandpa when he got, he was 25. He was 25? I mean, that's not. When Grandma was 20. Ooh. So. How did they... A little interesting story you want to hear about that one. Yeah. Um, they weren't sure they were going to get married, and Grandma wasn't sure she was going to keep me. You, I don't know if I told you. Uh, that Uncle Larry offered, he offered to take to, me. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Larry and his gay lover. Oh, is this Skip at the time? Skip, okay. yes. Offered to take me. I don't know how serious that, that is. I don't know how serious that got. But that was an option for me, I guess, as a, you know, before I was born, was to live with a gay couple, which I would have been fine with. I'm sure I would have been fabulous. Maybe we kept them together. But, um, so I don't know what prompted dad and my parents to get married. I think it was a pressure from the families. Yeah. So, so there's that. We ended up getting married a couple months before I was born. I know they mentioned a nightclub, and I think Grandma had a fake ID. Because obviously she was 20 and not old enough to be drinking. <laughs> so, um, so that's my understanding. And so they lived in Arizona. 
I think grandpa, how do, how do I say grandpa, my dad, what am I saying? My dad worked at a, I think he worked for Diebold. Diebold? Diebold. It's called D-E-I-B-O-L-D. Diebold. At the time, at that time, um, ATMs were just coming into use. This is when ATMs were coming big. Because, you know, there had to be a time when they started. So he would travel a lot. What kind, of, what kind of company was this? Oh, it, it uh, installed the ATMs. And SAFE. I think SAFE was also another piece of the company. I'm not even sure if it's still around. But, so, that was Grandpa's job. He got that. And then I think they, they moved him to California. With his, he, moved, he moved to California with his job. Okay. So... So that's what got him to Sacramento. I believe so. Was yeah. the job at the... Wait, so when was he in Vietnam? Was that... Oh, that was way before I was born. That was... Okay. I have no story to tell you because he's never told me one story about that. Really? Uh, not one. Not a one. I don't know anything about it. I wonder what happened to him in Vietnam. That's... I. That may be part of the reason he doesn't talk. I don't know. Maybe there is a ping pong. A uh, ping pong. Mm-hmm. Found that picture. So, can you open it? I can see. So, we moved to to Sacramento. Um, We got a pretty decent house, from what I understand. Okay. With some land on it. Oh, I'm sorry. Brandon was born. I don't remember Brandon being born. But you said he was born in Arizona? Arizona. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Brandon was born. Then we moved to California. And then I remember, oh no, we lived in a duplex. That's right, we, um, we lived in a duplex, and I remember just one night, I had to go stay with the neighbor, Brad and I had to go stay with the neighbors, and they had, I think, two little girls, and they were super strict. You know, we had Why did you guys have to go stay with we the had, Oh, because Andrew was being born. This was my, this oh. was probably the most early memory, I remember just... Why don't you stay with my neighbors? And I remember very distinctly that these people were very strict on their kids. Ooh. Because, you know, they wouldn't even let me up from the dinner table until I ate everything. And I was a very picky child. Oh, no. And I had to ask permission to get up out of the table, which was like, what? You know. We're crazy. I don't remember sleeping very well because I think I was on a couch. And next morning, mom came home with a surprise. And I don't even remember... No, I do have... Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember if they told me something was happening. It was just like the next thing I knew, there was a baby brother. I was like, I didn't want that. What are you bringing that home for? So... And I remember thinking, didn't I get to pick a sister? I think, you know, if you would have asked me. Yeah. Take it back. I'm with a sister. <laughs> so... So Andrew was born, and then... What happened? We moved from the duplex to... A nicer area in town, Fair Oaks. And then we lived there. I don't. Are you still recording? I can. Yeah, I can pause this one. You can record it if you want. Okay. Um, so. My memories of dad, of my father, was always being gone. Always being gone. He would only come home about one weekend a month. And when he did come home, we had to be on our best behavior. 
And I remember thinking, I don't like it when dad comes home because, you know, normally we had like mac and cheese and SpaghettiO type things for dinner, like fun kid dinner. Yeah. But when he came home, we had to have like grown up food. Yeah. And it sucked. And not, and we couldn't be kids when my dad was there. We had to be quiet. We couldn't play. We basically had to stay in our rooms and not bug him. And so it was just like, I didn't want dad to come home because, you know, everything changed. No. We couldn't be as active as we wanted to be. So, for me, it wasn't exciting when dad, when, when, when my dad came home. I kind of dreaded it, actually. Then he did come home, he drank, drank a lot, and he would lay in bed. So why would he only come home, like, one weekend a month? Because he traveled, like, all over California to install the, the ATMs. He was constantly traveling. And then I think we went with him a few times. And when we did, like, everybody on his team was drinking. It was really a thing. They all drank. They all drank to excess. So, I didn't like seeing my dad like that, but I don't know what it was. Um, So this is where my first experience of this happened. It was very confusing. I come home one day, dad's not there. Mom is sitting at at the kitchen table with the neighbor's brother and they're kissing. Huh? Yeah. And as a kid, I'm like, What's going on? I think I was... Your mom and the neighbor's brother? Seven. Yeah. Wow. And she's... And, you know, they call, I, I don't think they realized I came in the door. And they're like, oh, it's just a friend kiss. You know, friends just kiss. That's just what they do. And something just didn't feel right. Yeah. And I felt gross about it. And then... This is a lot of detail. But I remember him going into her room at night before I went to bed. Or I went to bed and then I saw him because I never slept with my door. I didn't like having my door all the way shut. So I could see him going into her room and he didn't leave. And the next morning he was there. It was like. But as a kid I didn't know what they were doing. But I kind of just. It didn't feel right. Yeah. Didn't feel right. And this is something I talk about in therapy. It's where grandpa took me to a party. And took a woman into a room. And I sat out in the living room just scared and didn't know what to do. And I didn't know what they were doing. And so I was very exposed to the cheating when I was young. And it was very confusing for me, you know. And that's when it was my... I was in second grade and I got ripped out of school. Like like the... You know, last couple of weeks of school, last week of school, you do fun things. Right, right. We were having a bubble gum blowing contest that day, but I got ripped out of school because we were getting on a train to go to live with Uncle Jackie and Aunt Bernie. Wow. And I, and Dad wasn't coming. Dad was staying. So it was explained that, you know, Mommy and Daddy weren't going to live together anymore, and we were going to live in um, Indiana. But honestly, I didn't feel sad that I wasn't seeing my dad because all the experiences I had with my dad were not good. It's not like dad and I bonded. So I was like, okay, if that's what we're doing, that's what we're... And it's, he didn't see us off to the train. He didn't see us for that. He didn't talk to us. He didn't really call us to see how we were doing. So 
I just remember being an uncle Jackie and Bernie's and mom washed all of her money in her she had money in her pants and she washed all and they were gonna wait for it to dry out. It was a lot of money. I can't remember I don't know how much it was because I was a kid. But um apparently grandma just couldn't take she couldn't find a job, live on her own, take care of three kids. I don't blame her. That's a lot mm-hmm. when you don't work. Right. So we moved so we ended up coming back to California and it was hard for me because Grandpa moved into a little duplex, and I, when we went to his duplex, I looked out in the backyard, and there was this mound with a shovel on top. And it still breaks my heart. It was, it was Rowdy. He was a dog that I grew up with. He was a German Shepherd. He was, like, the greatest dog ever. So we said Rowdy had passed away, you know, before we came down, and that's where we buried him. We sobbed. You know, I wanted to see Rowdy. Yeah. I said Whispers was a stupid name, but... Um, so we went back to California and they got back together. And I don't remember feeling one way or another, to be honest with you. I don't remember. I just knew that we weren't in Indiana anymore. So Brian and Andrew were just same old, same old. Um, so did you guys moved back in with Grandpa in Sacramento? We ended up moving to another house. Okay. We moved a couple times. And because I was a kid, I didn't know why we were moving. I don't know why we were moving. Um, I don't know if it had to do with financial situations. I don't know. Were, how, was, how were you guys being supported? this whole time. I mean, was Grandma working? Or? Grandpa, no, Grandma wasn't working while we were in Indiana. Well, and like when you moved back to Sacramento and you kept moving around. No, Grandma wasn't working. Grandma didn't work when I was little. It was always whatever Grandpa was doing. Okay. So he was like sending her money? We were only gone two months. We were only gone for a summer. Okay. And I don't know if he sent her money. That and I had nothing to do with whatever was going on there. I think there were just a lot of bad accusations thrown back and forth. So, I just remember being exposed to all that as a young kid. Yeah. So, um, so we moved back. I think Grandpa was still working for Diebold, and then he got some kind of supervisor position and it stressed him out too much. And he, I think he ended up losing that job because he was drinking a lot more and he just couldn't handle it. And it was just ugly. Um, so I think, I think that's when he got on with the base, with the Air Force base. That's interesting, okay. I, I, there, I know there's something in between there, but I can't remember what it was. I mean, so how did you know he was drinking more? Was he? acting out more? Was he just like... Um, Grandpa, you could tell when he was drunk because he was vocal about it. I just remember him sitting on his bed and since my bedroom was closed, I just remember him saying, I don't have any more dreams. I just don't have any more hope. I remember hearing that as a kid going, oh my gosh. And as a kid, that makes you feel insecure. (laughs) 
What does that mean? He, he always had Grandma Colin sick to work because he, he couldn't bring himself to do it. I was in third grade, fourth, fourth grade, I think I was. Fourth grade, I was in fourth grade. We moved to this one area, and I just remember distinctly, I was actually in like a gifted reading program. I was considered pretty smart, and then Aww. I got ripped out of that school, and then I went to another school, and apparently I was the dumbest kid there. So, um, they would always give me like, they so they put me in resource, because apparently I was retarded. <laughs> it was no you know what I think all that happened after the separation we can't I was re doing really well in school until I was ripped out and then when I came back from all that I was just I was a wreck my learning just went downhill I went from like you know top of the class to the way bottom I mean to the point where they put me in special ed it's like not that's called resource you know just extra help me and it solidifies it because me and my brothers both we all had to do, we all do that year we all had to be held back yeah. andrew was like in kindergarten brandon was in first grade i was in second grade i think we all had to be held back that year because we were all messed up you know because nobody really talked to us we were just thrown here and there i just remember i used to be so smart and now i'm now I need all this, but then again, my brain was just so thrown around. So, and I continued to stay in like special classes until middle school. Okay. And then middle school, I was finally released out of it. So, submit, yeah. How long has it been since you've been through all this? That's, uh, since I thought about it? Mm -hmm. It's been a long, long time. I think I'm, I'm, I was just, I'm upset that I was doing so well and I was so high functioning. I was, I was really good in school and then all that happened and it was kind of almost like it was ripped away from me. You know, I don't process the same as I think other people do because depression runs in our family you know so I think someone's awake I think so too it's just odd I didn't have it Can you move it around? Yeah, there she is. She's trying to escape. <laughs> That's amazing. Alright. We gotta get upstairs. Yeah.